going on, Neptunians? It is I, Bobby Neptune, a.k.a. The Iceman, and this is another episode of I Don't Know Yet. Now, before I get into the, the nitty-gritty, um, I want to talk about the immediate stupid things that I just heard. And today's winners are Donald Trump and Joe Biden. So, um, one thing I took from the debate that Joe Biden said was that our future relies on us being able to breathe. I know that, Joe. That's why I'm still here right now. And Donald Trump says he knows more about wind. That's right, W-I-N-D, wind, than Joe Biden. So, you know, those were the winners of today's stupidest things I just heard. Now, to move on, Trump is having a big week this week, as usual. Uh, he walked out of a 60 Minutes interview because he did not like the line of questioning um, I, as in regards to the coronavirus because, you know, it kind of doesn't seem like he had it at all or his miracle cure won't be available for the rest of us. So, um, you know, that's that. Other parts of the world, we got um, this huge backlash against Ice Cube for, uh, you know, coming up with some type of plan and proposing it. Um, from what I hear, he proposed it to the Democrats first, and they, you know, told him to fall back. So he just decided to go across the tracks and see what the uh, Republicans would say. And, you know, Donald Trump happens to, you know, be the HNIC in charge of the Republicans right now. So I guess that's who he ended up speaking to. Um, you know, for me, it's neither here nor there. I don't fuck with the government either way, but I definitely want to know what uh, you guys feel about that. You know what I'm saying? If you got an issue with Cube or if you feel like, you know, he made a sensible move in uh, steps towards, you know, fulfilling some type of, uh, you know, um, something good for the black community. Uh, so, you know, I definitely want to hear some feedback on how you guys are feeling about Ice Cube right now, and I may or may not get into it on the next I Don't Know Yet. Uh, what else we got? Um, apparently they sent a mannequin in a Tesla strapped to a rocket in 2018, and I guess that, um, it flew past Mars this past week. And um, they call the guy Starman. It's my really original. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know why they did that. It's really stupid, I think. Um, you know, but, um, you know, it's just interesting shit, I guess. Um, what else? Uh, the Digimon voice actor, one of the voice actors from the show Digimon, which I'm a huge fan of, turned 101, which is dope. Um, the moon will be visible alongside Saturn and Jupiter this week. So, you know, I don't know how visible, but, you know, I guess it's worth looking up. And um, the ice melting in Alaska will create a mega tsunami, according to scientists. Uh, so, you know, those are some things that are happening in the world, in the United States right now. Now, the meat of, you know, today's episode is based on this Twitter um this, this, this tweet that I saw from this woman named Melissa Millian. I'm not too sure if she's a model. Her picture is, you know, her in a bikini, so maybe. Um, but her 
post or her tweet had said that she does not want to date a man with baggage her baggage meaning kids because she doesn't want to come first second i mean she doesn't want to come second third fourth or fifth to a child or a baby mother i guess and um she says she wants her man to not have any kids and be single like her so i just wanted to weigh in a little bit and talk about what exactly baggage is you know what i'm saying like just because you have a child does not mean that you're full of baggage there are plenty of single men and women who have tons of baggage. I mean, from the level of not having the same responsibility as people who do have children to just their own personal things that they have yet to deal with because they don't have to. You know, um, people with kids, and definitely not saying everybody because there is a heavy, 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 heavy presence of irresponsible parents. You know what I'm saying? But there's also a huge level of responsible parents as well. And I think that especially for, you know, younger parents and, you know, people who are dealing with it on their own, um, they have to uh, adapt to responsibilities quickly and they have to kind of, you know, cut things out of their lives that would create irresponsible actions or create a negative situation for them or their child. So their decision-making skills could be on a higher level than, let's just say, an average single person that, you know, can go out every night or can not even on a level of going out, like, to the club or anything, but at any moment they want to, they can kind of drop everything and, like, go out of town or, you know what I'm saying, change their plans or, and they don't have to find a babysitter and they don't have to incorporate other things. So, um, you know... Uh, from the other side, I I don't want to just like shoot her down like, oh man, you're, you know, it's stupid what you're saying. I get that you would like to um, find someone with no kids and that's single like yourself. That makes sense. But that does not take away the fact that their mental state um, may not be a hundred. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they not might, they might not be mentally where they should be or where you want them to be, but they do um, follow, fall into the guideline of not having kids and being single. It's just a very one-sided way to look at things. If you think that somebody with children, um, makes, you know, ch that children are baggage. That's like, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of a, a putrid statement, you know what I'm saying? To even make it seem like a child is baggage. You know what I mean? Like a child is part of you. You know what I'm saying? A child is love. A child is so many things and maybe you can't understand that, which is okay to say. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to say, you know, I'm really not, I don't have any kids and I'm single. I'm kind of living my life doing my thing. So maybe I don't understand, you know, um, what it means. You know what I'm saying? To actually be a parent yet. But that doesn't mean that you have to um, assume that 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 person bringing a child in means they're bringing baggage. Now I'm not gonna say that um, in certain relationships, baby mama, baby father drama doesn't exist. I'm not gonna say that um, you know there are not um, things that have to be handled, like get doctor's appointments in school, and you know making sure that they have clothes and food and things like that. But that doesn't that responsibility doesn't fall onto you. That responsibility is mine. If I enter into a relationship with my child, you know what I'm saying? I, I do everything. Anything that you decide to do for him um, 
it's on your own. You know what I'm saying? If you want to, you know, take him to the zoo, that's on you. If you want to make sure he's got some new pull-ups, if you want to make sure that, you know, he eats, if you want to make sure that, you know, he um, goes to the best schools, like all these things are, are on you, but I'm going to take care of it regardless. So even if you try to consider my son baggage, he couldn't be. You know what I'm saying? Because my mental state is clear. Because I'm cool. I know who I am. I've done self-work. You know what I'm saying? And and I understand and I'm ready. Some people aren't ready. Maybe, I mean, I don't know her friends. I don't know her personal life. Uh, this is Melissa Millian. But maybe she's seen people who have dated, uh, her friends have dated guys with kids or have dated women with kids and their relationships have been volatile and, and toxic. And, you know, it, it resonated with her to she's like, you know, I can't have that in my life because it, it, it makes it seem like it's baggage. But, um, you know, from the standpoint of someone, you know, who can look at it from both sides of the spectrum, you know, I, I can, like I said, I can see where she's coming from in the state of, you know, wanting to have, wanting to enter a relationship on equal terms as far as not having a child and being single, single. But that does not take away from a person's mental. Once again, if a person has not done certain self-work, if a person has not um, uh, uh, begin to understand the things that are around them, the things that make them them, if they don't understand, you know, the their triggers, if they don't understand, you know, um, certain narcissistic behaviors that they might have, shit like that, then it's not going to be any better than dating somebody that comes into the relationship with 10 kids. So... I definitely want to hear in anybody's opinion, you know what I'm saying, on that. Like, do you feel like children are baggage? And, um, you know, if not, why not? You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I do have another segment that we're going to talk, that I'm going to talk about today that um, actually relates to the Red Table Talk that was just on with Jada. Um, Rumor Willis was on there. Uh, Amber Rose was on there and you know Jada's mom and Willow obviously I can't remember what what the name of the guy was they had but it, it, it is involving consent so I'm gonna be back with my special guest and uh, stay tuned Neptunians, I am back and I have my special guest host with me again, goes by the name of Whitney. And um, she's going to start us off because, you know, this is kind of a topic that stems from her podcast, which is called These Are My Thoughts. And you can also catch that on Anchor, Spotify and Apple as well. But, um, you know, she's going to lead in so we can uh, kind of pick it up on the I don't know yet side. So Whitney, go ahead. Okay, so um, we're talking about the gray area, right? Yeah. Okay, the gray area of sexual consent. And on my podcast earlier, um, the conversation was really centered around the female perspective. You know, we got the, we got the conversation from the Red Table Talk. Um, and a lot of the points that were made about the gray area, um, is like what happens when there isn't a yes, but there also isn't a no. And then something ends up happening, like basically whose fault is it? Um, and 
I think a lot of women find themselves in a position where they feel pressured to have sex, but it's like an unspoken pressure. Um, you feel obligated, you know, you, it's like, what do I do if I start, you know, kissing on somebody and then they think, oh yeah, you must want sex, like, and I, but I don't really know how to say no. Um, like, that's the gray area surrounding, like, what what is, you know, what should happen when there's a gray area or you find yourself in a gray area. But, um, yeah. So... You know, basically, when, but when I when I watch, I didn't watch the whole thing, but what I got from it, and you know, from listening to her um, podcast last night, um, I definitely, it definitely seemed like it was, you know, um, the women who were the ones that uh, walked away from it or or were left feeling a little bit worse um, from their descriptions than the male, and I just want to say I definitely. First and foremost, um, respect and understand that that definitely is a thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? The thirst level is definitely high and not just now. It's always been like that. There's always going to be a percentage of men who, um, as soon as you invite them over your house, they think that that's, you know, time for vagina. You know what I'm saying? They think that, like, no matter, they, they, they don't understand the concept of, like, really being able to come over and enjoy a home-cooked meal, watch a movie, you know, maybe kiss each other a little bit, you know what I'm saying, and then go, go home, especially if you're in a um, situation that you're trying to uh, build a relationship, you know what I'm saying? It's not a, you know, a dick appointment, as they say, or, you know what I'm saying, a booty call or whatever. It's a, like, I'm basically going over this person's house to chill and get to know them, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I know that, that, that that's strong um, as far as females, but definitely um, for the male side, um, there is there it definitely there's there's a, a felt expectation like if you you know if a woman invites you over you know what I'm saying and you walk away like a gentleman that you're not fulfilling the the destiny that a man's supposed to fulfill when he comes you know when he gets up with a chick like if you're you know if you're chilling with your mans and then they're like what you doing tonight you're like yeah I'm getting up with this chick that I you know what I'm saying that I met the other day or whatever first question that most of us ask is you know you gonna smash her you know what I'm saying what happened did you smash it or what you know what I'm saying so even if in your mind you know that like she's not that type of woman or you know that like you might um, want to really date or like put a ring on this person's finger you kind of go with the flow or that puts that thought in your mind where you're like you know somewhere at some point tonight I got to see if I could get it you know what I'm saying I got to see if I can smash and I think that that pressure equal to the same pressure that a woman would feel in not saying yes not saying no um is something that doesn't that never gets talked about together you know what I'm saying I think that there is definitely a a a a um we always try to differentiate, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, that situation happened, and that's a woman thing. And that situation happened, and that's a man thing. But the conclusion of it all is we both end up feeling the same way, men and women. Like, they feel like, you know, um, I didn't want to do it, but I like this person. And so they didn't take advantage of me per se. But I didn't speak up and say, you know, I just want to chill. And then the dude is like, man, I wanted to chill, but they didn't tell me to chill. Or didn't suggest we chill, or I didn't, or I felt like, yo, I should, because I'm a man, I have to do this. So I think that, um, you know, one thing they left out of that red table talk is the other element of it. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, Whitney, how do you feel about that? Um, so, yeah, I think, I mean, I think everybody experiences the gray area, regardless of, um, 
you know, your your gender, sexual orientation, um, you know, whatever you, I think there's always going to be a gray area. Um, and I don't know that it's necessarily um, mine or his fault, you know, or whoever you're involved with. Like, I think um, it's more so like accountability, right? So if we're in a situation and it's like a Netflix and chill night, but there's like an unspoken thing in there, like, well, are we going to be having sex? Are we not going to be having sex? Maybe... Maybe as a woman, I've experienced some some situations in my past that make me feel obligated. But you know, I I I don't know how to say you know that I'm uncomfortable or whatever. But you come over and we're chilling and things get you know hot and heavy or whatever. And there's no like checks and balances along the way, as in like, are you okay? You know, whether it's from either side. So because because the the truth is is. I think hesitation, especially when it comes to uh, getting close to somebody physically, I feel like hesitations are are real, right? So if I'm if we're chilling on the couch and just like uh, me and my guests were talking about earlier, if we're chilling on the couch and we're kissing or whatever, and you start like putting your hand like down my pants or down the front, you're gonna feel like a little bit of a tense. If like I may not speak hesitantly or say anything too much, but you're going to feel it in the way my body reacts, you know? And so the moment that you feel that, maybe that's the time whoever's doing the advancing, perhaps, whether it's male or female, maybe that's the time um, to be like, oh, are you okay? Everything good? Can we keep going? And then the thing you is, know? that's when um, I believe in, in a lot of uh, situations that that carnal instinct of, 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 of a man can come out where they are they may be aware of, of of that tense up you know what i'm saying but because they're they're they because their hand was allowed to be um in a in a certain spot or because they were you know allowed to get this far they um continue even you know what i'm saying out of that thirstiness that hunger that you know what i'm saying and i think that that happens a lot you know what i'm saying i think even at a at a at age at a young age when we're when uh, um when we're given that opportunity as males and we don't know any better you know what i'm saying and we see that you know what i'm saying um it happens like that so i it definitely comes with um you know, kind of being taught, you know what I'm saying, how to interact with females too. I mean, and that that's a, a, a not a separate discussion, but it's a it's a it's a heavy discussion because that comes with so you know social um, shit that goes on in the home. You know, is a father there? Is there a how is your mom breaking stuff down to you? Like, you know what I'm saying, or are you out here just exploring and discovering things on your own? But um, you know, since this is I don't know yet, we'll get into the mind of of, of Bobby. You know what I'm saying, and I'm a you know what I mean I'm out for all you know. Especially as a teen and stuff, like I'm like a, I was like a nerd, you know what I'm saying? Still am. Like so, I mean, like I'm more. I was more apt to sit on the other side of the couch. I even had a girl one time, and this is when I was like maybe 19. Um, say, uh, are you scared of pussy? And and she asked me that because I was not as aggressive as most men. Because like I always looked at it like if this woman shows interest in that way where you can feel it you know what i'm saying you know if she wants you to come over as as her as the friend zone nigga and you know if she wants you to come over like yo come watch tv nigga i got some blunts or whatever and so i look at it like yo in the long run 
it's probably going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't have to happen today. It doesn't have to happen tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like, oh, nigga, what's she making you wait? It's like, nah, bro. Like, I'm already in there. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so if you look at a situation where you're living in the wild type shit, like, because this is the way that we get down as humans now for some reason, and you're like, you know, you let your friends know about it. You, I mean, I guess sometimes men feel like, yo, if I don't do this, this nigga's going to try to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like if I, and then the thing is, the woman might still feel that same way, still feel that gray area way where it's like, yo, I'm kind of glad hit, like this dude didn't smash, but, but he's not your boyfriend or anything like that. So you get in a different scenario with a different guy and he goes at you. And because you kind of liked him too, you didn't say anything. And the same thing can go for a dude and you're like, damn, now I'm, now I feel like I'm in a situation, you know what I'm saying? Or I feel like something happened and it's just like, we have to understand as men and women that just like they feel pressure, you feel pressure. Just like I feel pressure, she feels pressure. So if we can come to that understanding, you know what I'm saying? I think that we'll be able to work things out too. When I'm not saying come over to somebody's house and immediately say, oh, are you pressured? You know what I'm saying? But I mean, you should know if you like the level of comfort, it should never be. And I think that that, you know what I'm saying? That even goes to, if we go to uh, something as basic as, as um, inboxing somebody, you know what I'm saying? I mean, sometimes, uh, uh, you know, I've had a, a girl say to me that she felt raped one time. You know what I'm saying? I know that's an extreme, but I mean, the way that this guy was coming at her, talking to her, you know what I'm saying? As, as, um, being as explicit as he was being, you know what I'm saying? Saying certain things, you know what I'm saying? And you feel like disgusted with that. Like how could, so it's like that same person exists outside of social media. So what would they do if you said, come to my house? Right. It was like, that she was looking at it in that way. And it's like, if it's so bad that, you know what I mean? It's, it, you kind of feel shamed looking in your DMs, then it's definitely something that we need to put on, to put on a table. Mm -hmm. um, I guess my question is, when it comes to the gray area, how how do we make the gray area a little bit more black and white? So one thing I think is obviously being clear of what you want and what you don't want. But the bottom line for that is, is a lot of people don't even know what they want and don't want, and so they don't and they don't they don't know and they don't have any they don't have the experience they don't have any reference to be able to be like you know oh yes. This seems good. This seems right. And then, no, this doesn't seem good. This doesn't seem right. So they're just kind of in this space of going with the flow. And I think that's also because, especially if we're talking about sex in itself versus just consent for, you know, maybe just a kiss or something like that. But sex in itself, I think, is surround. It's another thing that's surrounded by sh shame and guilt. Mm -hmm. Like we we're we're not supposed to, especially for women. Like, we're not supposed to be, we're not supposed to have a sex drive like the boys do. So, boys turn 16, 17, 18, it's okay for them to have a, a sex drive and, and to be basically out there, just as long as they're safe, you know, be out there exploring. But if a girl has the same type of sex drive, she's shamed <clears throat> and, and told, like, you know, slow it down, wait till marriage, you know. I mean, I grew up in a church, so I was always told, wait till marriage, all that stuff. So... When I became sexually active, my ability to um, speak about it clearly, even in a regular conversation, not, not the, let's not even talk about getting to the actual act. Speaking about it in a regular conversation was a shameful thing. But I also wasn't taught to speak up for myself. I wasn't taught 
to put down boundaries. I wasn't taught to, you know, I wasn't, like, that stuff wasn't clear growing up. So, as I got older, the gray area is just mad fuzzy, you know? So, I think the only way to really make that gray area more black and white is, regardless of whether it's sex or anything, teaching your kids, <coughs> excuse me, teaching your kids um, how to be clear about, you know, if something doesn't, if somebody touches them a certain way, even if it's on the shoulder and they don't like it, they need to be able to say, feel okay to, or, you know, to say, get off me or don't touch my shoulder or step away. Like, I don't like that. Like, I mean, and, 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 and when you're, you know, even when you, you know, you, you know, you get a number, you know what I'm saying? Or you give your number out. I mean, like, and I mean, we've said this, and it might have been sarcasm, you know what I mean, where you're texting somebody, and then you're like, yo, can I come over later? And she's like, yeah. And then she's like, you know you ain't getting none, right? And then you end up getting some, you know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't really like, but like, if you if you mean that, say that too. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be afraid to say like, yo, you know you ain't getting none, like I'm dead ass, like I just want to... You know, I really do want to just kick it and watch movies, smoke blunts. You know what I'm saying? It's so easy to go chill with somebody, smoke some weed, eat some food, and fall asleep and not do nothing at all, and then wake up the next day and go home. You know, so that like that's such an easy formula to happen. Not saying that like within there, there's not gonna be biological shit that happens on you and on whoever else, him, her, whoever. You know what I'm saying? But it's so easy, especially if you give a fuck about somebody. Now you, yes, you can still have your booty calls. You can still have whatever. Like, like there's this is not you know anybody saying you can do this and you can't do that it's just let it be known like let's lessen the gray areas you know what i'm saying like if you want if this is what we want and this is the scenario then let it be known you know what i'm saying if this is not what i want then i'm gonna let it be known too so at least i know if you're not feeling it like that then i could be like i'm glad i didn't make a mistake with this person and, you know what i'm saying and i think that even to that point like that creates less or or that that makes room for more clarity around um, certain offenses too. So if I'm, if we're chilling and you know, it looks like we're about to, we're about to have sex and I'm like, no, I'm not ready. Or you're like, no, I'm not ready. Or you just say flat out, no, I don't want to do this. And I continue or you continue. Now it's more like, okay, now you are actually crossing Cross a line. line. Yeah. Period. Because I was very clear with you about my you know the way i felt at that moment and if if that person says oh fuck what you feel you know then that's you know and then now that, we got a problem and that speaks volumes for if you're trying to have a relationship with this person too right. because that goes beyond the physical then that's like nigga in general you know what i'm saying fuck what you feel you know what i'm saying like so if you want me to come home at night i'm not coming home i'll be there you know what i'm saying things turn into that it turns into it might turn into you getting your ass whipped same to man or woman it might turn into you getting cheated on it might turn into Whatever, you know what I'm saying? It might turn into strong narcissistic behavior by the other partner because of them being able to push that boundary. And it's like, if you know at the end of it all, like, yo, I do want to have sex with this person, um, but I just don't want to do it right now. And they, and, and they know that too. You shouldn't, you should just have to say, like, no, nah, I'm not trying to do it right now. And if they, you know, obviously, you know, everybody's going to push a little bit. So if the person's like, well, why not? And they're like, well, listen, man, you, you know, you already got this. Don't worry about it. You got it. Like, it's locked. Man or woman side, you got it. I just don't want to do it right now. You should be able to walk away with that. Like one, I'm glad this person kept it real and clear with me off the jump, off the jump. And two, 
damn, I'm, I, yeah, I'm happy because I'm, you know, I got something to look forward to. And it's probably going to be even better than it would have been then because they're going to be like, damn, this nigga or female really respected my opinion, really respected what I said, really respected, you know, me as a person. So I think that um, on both sides, we need to recognize, like I said, I'm going to say it again. That men feel that too. We feel pressure too. We might not, our pressure might feel different than your pressure, but we feel pressure too. So it's okay to let us know, nigga, you don't have to hit it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to think that you have to hit it. You know what I mean? A woman can tell a thirsty dude from a dude that's just like, I don't know what I should do right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, like, I like you. I want to be around you. I want to be close to you. But, you know, does sex make us close? Like, so should I try? You can tell a nigga, no, nah, dude, you're actually closer. Just kicking it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can, or you can say, you, you know, let's do it. You, it's whatever. But that shit needs to be put on the table. So, you know. I just think that that's, you know, I think this was a very important conversation. I think it was important for them to have, but I think they left some, some, I, left, I think they left some shit out. I think they left some shit out. That's all. I think they just left some shit out. You got Bottom line is gray areas everywhere. Yeah. If you can be a part of making things a little bit more clear, a little less confusing along the way, then be one of those people. Everybody's not going to do it. It's not that hard. It's, I mean, it's not that. It's not, it's always not easy, easy to be clear. Because there are very there are very complex situations out there too. Yeah, exactly. You know? And exactly. and I think I think you know, I think everything that we do really is psychological. Like there's there's psychology attached to everything and why we do stuff. So, you know, uh, we're all individuals. We all gonna make um different like uh, piggybacking on that we're all going to make different choices because of where we are psychologically yeah so you know what i'm saying this is this is more of a take home you know what i'm saying and take away for yourself yeah but at the same time along the way in life like like whitney said you know what i mean um from just your everyday to day uh interactions make shit clear you know what I'm saying? Make shit clear. Try to lessen any gray areas anywhere. You know, what I mean? even if it feels uncomfortable, still do that shit because you will walk away feeling better, feeling lighter, and and, and being more understood. Because if aligned. feeling aligned, right? And if you walk away from a person and you made it clear and they still don't understand you, then you even you're even in a b even better position right. because you've walked away from somebody who's making it clear that they don't even want to hear you when you are making it clear. Mm -hmm. So you know that's that. I'm Bobby Neptune. My name is Whitney. She uh, has what again? Oh, my my name is Whitney and I have these are my thoughts. These are my thoughts on Apple, Spotify, and Anchor and other streaming platforms. So you guys can download that stuff whenever. You can uh, also download this part of the podcast on um you know on, on her on her, you know, streaming things. On These Are My Thoughts? On These Are My Thoughts, yeah. You know what I mean? And anything else that she has, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, anything else she's got streaming right now. Um, you can also download the Danger Room EP and all other music from yours truly, Bobby Neptune. Atlantis is coming next week. Um, what else we got? Uh, the next episode of I Don't Know Yet, I will be talking OnlyFans. Hopefully I can get... Only one of these lovely ladies or you know anybody participating in OnlyFans that's had some success to uh, speak to me about the OnlyFans culture and you know what that entails in 2020. Uh, also, I didn't do it in the beginning, so this is Black Movie Month. My movie for today is Candyman. And um, that's about it. So uh, we will see you on the next one.